0: Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Pump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280, The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's
1: The Big Show, 97.5, and 1280, The Zone. Welcome on in. Happy Wednesday to everybody out there listening. Thank you very much for it's doing so. Well, it's raining out there anyway. Gordon, uh, according to Gordon, it's just a, a isolated
2: cloudburst over downtown Salt Lake. Kind of, yeah. It wasn't raining where I live, where you live. It's raining hard out there right now. It is. its You got uh, the thunder and lightning going, and uh, it's just right over downtown. Some loud okay thunder, because, too. Uh, I washed my car today, so it just had to rain. I even checked the weather report, and it said no rain. You were that guy I was talking about the other day that freaks out about his uh, <laughs> car washed in the rain. Well, I mean, there's worse problems. But uh, anyway, it's it's raining in downtown Salt Lake City, everybody. Everywhere else, people are saying, no, it's good. No worries. Yeah, you're all good down there in Sandy and Draper and uh, up there in, uh, what, uh, Bountiful?
3: I don't know. It might be raining. there. Tremont? <laughs> Tremont. Dell? Where are you? Dell, Utah? Marriott Slaterville. <laughs> or Slatterville,
2: as I once called it. What, what, what town, what sizable town in Utah have you not been to? Not been to ever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I've covered most of them. Have
1: sizable you? towns? Well, I mean, I don't know. There's got to be small towns somewhere you haven't been to. Oh, well, small towns, sure. You said sizable. Yeah. You know what I always think of when I think of Dell Utah even if we're going out the window over or something and passing that I was producing uh, for a lemma once upon a time uh-huh. on the the original red and blue show and so this was pre you know the google maps and that sort of thing and so lemma always uh, required a landmark for where his remotes were <laughs> And he had a remote. He blew right by. He had a remote, kind of. He had a remote out in Tooele, right? (laughs) And so we're a little concerned because the show's about to start and everybody's going, okay, where's Alema? I'm back at the studio (laughs) and I get this phone call from Alema and he said, hey, I think I, I I don't know, I think I might have passed the exit or something. And I said, oh man, that's not good because there's, not a whole lot of exits after the Tooele one, and I go. He goes. Well, I I really don't know where I am. And I said, Okay, well, the next sign that comes up, you tell me, and I'll I'll help you figure out where you are. And he's like, All right, there's a there's a sign. There's an exit coming up, Dell. I'm in Dell. He said Dell, Dell, Utah. You overshot it by about thirty forty miles. He's <laughs> he's
2: practically the wind over.
1: Halfway to Wendover, Lemmas. Oh, I better get off and turn around. Yeah, told Pace at the time who was hosting. and said, "You're gonna have to uh, hold down the fort on the show for the first <laughs> little while because because Lemmas in Dell,
2: Dell, a, Utah. Because packed a lunch and he may uh, have to make a few rest stops along the way, but he'll be back. Here. I just
1: can't believe he overshot it by that much. It happens at some point. Don't you have to be thinking like, Wow, I'm." <laughs> I've been driving for a while.
2: I mean, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I, I think I overshot uh, an exit once by about two or three miles, but I don't think I've ever gone 30, 40. Yep. And there's really nothing else out look, there. Look up Dell real quick. I want, okay. know, I want to know how far. How far is it from the remote was in Tooele? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how far is it from Tooele Distance to Dell? From Tooele <laughs> to Dell. Utah. All right, let's see. I know Austin has been to every county in the state of Utah. I do.
3: <sighs> every county seat from here to Kanab. <laughs> All right, 42 minutes.
1: Is what this 42 minutes? 42 minutes from Tooele. That's probably downtown Tooele, mind you.
2: (laughs) But, I I mean, Tooele, I mean, downtown Tooele, (laughs) how how massive is Tooele? Well, I'm just saying you have to drive a
1: ways to get to the freeway entrance to go to Dell. You know what I mean? So I'm saying, you know, there's probably a a good solid 10 minutes there, but still, (laughs) he overshot it by like a half an hour. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Oh, well does happen
2: don't doesn't happen as much anymore because people have these things
1: yeah have their their phone or whatever huh the day of having the atlas in the family station wagon
2: <laughs> did you do that oh yeah when of you're course. out you're taking those long road trips and you got the map book and for every
3: state you go into you turn the page i had right. to take a merit badge to teach me how to do that I had to show that i could read a map and find my way around town really yep
1: I used to get so bored on road trips. That's what I'd look out for, entertainment.
3: Yeah. Because it was not in today's
1: day and age where they're watching iPads and <laughs> playing video games and doing Lord knows what. They
2: just threw the Atlas at me and said, shut up back there. Here you go. Entertain yourself. Have you ever driven coast to coast or anything close to that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what it's like then. It is the entertainment. You get into Colorado, then you get into you know Nebraska or Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas, whatever, and keep on powering through and you look for every town along the way right and every different which way to get there and counting telephone poles uh, as you're going playing the license plate game I told you in in LA people used to use the Thomas guides and that would help you get around don't tell us about the 307 to the 1202 (laughs) to the who cares 1202
1: (laughs) yeah of course you feel the need to correct me because you couldn't let something like that slide
2: Getting like, the wrong freeway in a place you, you we don't have freeway even live. Envy? Is that what this is all <laughs> no. about? Really?
1: No, but how do you know somebody's <laughs> spent a lot of time in Southern California? They'll tell. They, you. they can't
2: wait to tell you about it. Now, I have noticed that people in town here are starting to call it the 15. No, they're or not. The 250. Yeah, no, it, it, it's happening. Not. It is, it is not. Ha- slowly. It is happening. Admit it, all y'all out there from Utah. It's happening to you. It's it's a cultural thing. It's okay. It's not happening. (laughs) It's just I-15. That's it. You don't have to say the I. Everybody knows that's what it is. It's a 15.
1: It's (laughs) I-15. Okay. Whatever you say. And by the way, why is there a the there? It wouldn't be the Interstate 15. It'd just be Interstate 15. So having a the there actually doesn't even make sense grammatically.
2: Well, yeah, it does, because you're not saying I-15. You're saying the 15. But
1: what is it? It's an interesting—okay, we're not arguing no. over this. Nope, nope, we're not going to do it. We have too much to do today. We're okay. going to talk uh, a lot of basketball, some interesting rumors out there involving the Rockets. Uh, we'll talk about the final starting tomorrow. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll chat with Grant Hughes of the Bleacher Report. He covers the NBA. That's uh, coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And then our good friend David Locke is going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We'll get Locke's take on— Well, everything going on in the NBA, but uh, have him give us a tale of the tape for the finals as well.
2: You mentioned the Rockets thing. I think there are some interesting comparative things that we can get into that involve the Jazz. And Austin asked a really good question during his show today, and we might have to revisit that one.
1: Lots of little odds and ends out there. Adam Silver has a really interesting slash terrific idea that we'll get to. There's kind of a funny brother story in the NFL that we can get to. Have you ever really thrown your brother under the bus? Maybe
2: we'll get to that story coming up a little bit and later And by on. the way, did you see? I heard Hans and Scotty talking about this. Did you see yesterday that that first pitch? Oh, was yeah, yeah. The one that hit the, the camera person. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that? I think there should be tryouts. <laughs> you can't just hand someone a ball and go up there. I imagine she might have practiced, uh, you know, but I've seen some bad ones through the years, and that was about as bad as it gets. I think the one
1: in Boston where it hit the cameraman as well, but it was behind into the side of the catcher, <laughs> and it hit the cameraman right in the groin. <laughs> I still
3: think that one's funny.
1: Austin, have you ever done the first
3: pitch? Uh, no, I have not uh, done the first pitch. 50 cents was pretty bad back yeah, in the day. Yeah, 50? Yeah. Oh, sorry, 50 cents. Real quick before we get to the split story
1: of the day, my... my, uh, my friend, Brandon, uh, who's driving out there, says, I was just driving on the I-15 in Sandy and it was raining. Very funny. The 15.
2: Save yourself the extra I. Who's that, your former friend, Brandon? Yeah, former friend, Brandon. (laughs) Former very good friend. You take the 15 to the 215.
1: You take I-15 to 215. What? What? Right what, to the split story what, of the day. What
2: is your pushback here, really? I, I'm, I'm interested to know why this this, this it sticks in your crawl all the way make it does. Sense. <laughs> okay. All right. Does
3: not make sense. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, Austin, it doesn't make sense to you. It's just very hoity-toity.
3: It, Hoity. I'm from California, Toi- right? Exactly. <laughs> the four hundred five, the two nine
2: six. Isn't California the home of the freeway? I mean, the birthplace of the freeway.
3: Good for them. Yeah, happy for them. Home of the freeway, <laughs> land of the brave. <laughs> Good for them. Home of the freeway.
1: All right, split oh. story of the day. Time, Austin.
0: Two guys, two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.
4: Very upset right now. They kicked our ass in our home court. They beat us by 10 points in the fourth quarter. It's unacceptable, okay? We just have to be better. And and I know that we're going to rise to the occasion and our time's going to come. You know, James is 30 years old. Michael didn't win his first championship till 30. Hakeem didn't win his first championship till 30. I can promise you we're going to win some championships with James Harden, okay, because we are not going to sit here. We will go to battle every year. We're going to have a strong offseason, and we're going to do whatever we can do to be a better team, okay? We are not going to sit on our hands. I can promise you that. That is
1: Rockets owner Tillman Fratita. And uh, the Rockets in the news today, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN sending out this tweet earlier. Sources, in calls to front offices, Houston GM Daryl Morey is showing an aggressive desire to improve roster with all players and picks available in talks. Hard to imagine James Harden scenario, but the but the rest under contract, perhaps even Chris Paul, could be moved in right deal.
2: Got no problem with it. Got no problem with it. Why would you have a problem with it? I don't know. Some people might have a problem with that. I like the aggressive nature of franchises when they are really motivated to do something to improve. I think fans love that stuff, too. So we'll see if they're able to do it because, obviously, it's easier said than done. But I like it when – because a lot of times when we talk about teams, including the Jazz, you know, you say, okay, I say they should be aggressive and you say – uh, well, if the deal's not there, it's not there. Well, Houston is essentially saying that the deal will be there—some kind of deal—to make this thing better. See, I I have a much different read on this. This smacks
1: of desperation to me. This is this is a franchise that, through a series of risky yet questionable moves, has put itself into a corner. Nah, they're going
2: you, they're going nowhere but down. You wait and see, Jake. Well, wait and see. They're, they're going to make something happen, and there's going to be a taker somewhere. What exactly? See, here's the thing.
1: You you trade for Chris Paul, and everybody gives Maury all this credit. And, yes, it was an aggressive move that didn't technically work because they're not better than the Warriors. And now they're on the hook for they his were contract.
2: close, though. You have to give them credit, uh, especially last year. They should have won that series.
1: I, when did you turn into Mr. Moral of the Story Marty over there?
2: <laughs> well— I mean, moral victory. Better to better to go down swinging than to just be watching the pitch. So now they owe Chris Paul thirty eight point five million
1: next year, forty eight point three the year after, forty four point two the year after that. And let me tell you, that's not going to be a contract where they're going to trade and it's going to be a W for them.
2: Uh, the Lakers might. That, oh, that's might, uh, that's the big wild card.
1: They <laughs> might be the only franchise dumb enough to actually do this Cause, He's still cause, a good player because Rich Paul and good, LeBron though. might. Get it done for the banana boat boy, which would be a terrible deal for the Lakers. But well, yes, what do you there, mean there is the, the do you think ground. it would
2: make the Lakers better?
1: Uh, no, I don't. Well, it depends on what they give up. All right, and this this contract is an absolute albatross. For a for a thirty four, soon to be thirty five year old player, and we've talked a lot about how these contracts can handcuff a franchise from doing anything. And the ro- the Rockets are currently handcuffed, and whoever gets that contract is going to be handcuffed going forward. If and that's a big if they can actually find a sucker willing
2: to take it. Well, and Clint Capella's contract is not that far off either. Maybe the Lakers don't care about the money. You know, they they, they don't they're they're willing to burn as much as they they can. Maybe, like I said, a sucker's born any minute. Maybe yeah, the
1: but if their goal this. is to win
2: a championship.
1: I don't think that they can move any of their players and
2: actually get better. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I, you say it's desperation. I say it's determination. Hmm.
1: Well, we'll see how it goes. But I think, I think they're desperate to—they know that they can't make any sort of move in, uh, in free agency because they're already over the cap, if not the luxury tax, so they can't sign anybody. So they have no ability to actually get better unless it's a trade, and they're going to have to figure out a way to unload some terrible contracts so they don't have the flexibility to do anything. What, what quality player out there do you think that they would trade for Chris Paul and Chris to, to make them better and have the other team actually
2: willing to do it? Well, there's a bunch of really good players out there, whether they can pull that off or not, I don't know. But like so I still think that Chris Paul, even though that contract is ridiculous. I agree with you completely on that. but he can still play. He can still help a team win if they're willing to dig deep into their pockets. Well, let me ask the Angels fan
1: over there in the other room. Albert Pujols can technically still walk to the batter's box, right? But how many teams are lining up to trade for that contract?
3: Uh, not even some minor league teams. Yeah, but that's because he's 63 three years old, And Chris right? Paul's not far behind.
2: And you saw the playoffs. Chris Paul, he's 34. He's going to be 35, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, how long has Stockton played until what what age?
1: Uh, Stockton played until 40, 41? Third. Right, yeah, around, right around 39, 40. But yeah. Stockton was never really a salary burden, and even though that was a different that was a different day and age, where he didn't have to deal with the NBA salary cap and the rules surrounding it. Well, I mean, yeah, but it, had other, jazz, had other
2: limitations back then. But obviously, Stockton wasn't pulling down on that kind of money. Uh, And and like I said, every team in the NBA is in a different place. And if you're a team that really wants to win and you have to find a quality point guard, an experienced point guard to get you there, then why should the fans care how much money it costs or or any of us, really? If they're willing to pay it and they think it's going to pay off on the court, then what's the problem with it? Because it's not
1: about... This is actually one of the things I really love about the NBA. It's not about the deepest pockets anymore. It's not about you're the New York Yankees, so you can just afford everybody. You have to operate within the parameters of the collective bargaining agreement, and that's, that's the challenge. If you have too much money committed to certain players, you don't have the flexibility to go out and get those other players. I mean, it'd be one thing if Fertitta could just say, all right, guys, I'm a zillionaire, mm-hmm. so pay whatever it takes. You can't do that under the rules. You can't just go out and sign guys like that. You have to be under the cap to sign free agents, and you have to, if a certain amount of percentage of your cap is committed to two guys, in this case three, then there's nothing else that they can do. And no team is going to sign up for that kind of purgatory because it it just locks everything up. And and I shouldn't say no team because maybe there's a team dumb enough to do it. Unless it can win you a title. The only way to get rid of Chris Paul is to find a struggling team out there with tons of cap room and basically paying them to take their contract, much like the Jazz did with Andres Biedrens back in the day. Yeah, that was kind of curious, wasn't it? Well, the Jazz had the ability to help a franchise get under the cap to make moves. In fact, every championship the Warriors get, they should write a thank-you letter to
2: Dennis Lindsay and the Jazz. So if the let's say the Lakers wanted Chris Paul— What would they have to give up to get him? And I'm not talking, uh, you know, what kind of player. I'm talking about as far as salaries go, how close do they have to to be to match it, and uh, how how problematic would it be? Well, the
1: Lakers technically wouldn't have to trade anybody, given that they're, and I'll have to double-check this, but the Lakers are significantly below the cap, so they really could just eat Chris Paul's salary if they wanted to. So what's the matter with that move? Uh, because it makes it so another max position for the Lakers is
2: taken up for the well, next got three LeBron, years. And they've got some nice and, players. Are LeBron and Chris Paul
1: enough to go along with the the batch of guys they have now? Is
2: that good enough? It's closer for sure. For about thirty seconds. No, I think Chris Paul's got more than you're giving him credit for. Mm. Uh, I get it. His contract is heavy, but. He he could make the Lakers. You put Chris Paul and LeBron, and if LeBron is in LeBron form, and then let's say Ingram comes along, uh, I don't know that, that team could make a, a whole lot of noise. I think
1: I think LeBron and Kyrie Irving barely got it done, and I say barely. And a lot of that had to do with Steph being hurt and Draymond Green not playing, and that was barely enough to get it done. Kyrie Irving at that point was significantly a better player than Chris Paul is right now.
2: Yeah, but Chris is still good.
1: Yeah. But good at what price? Yeah, that's I that's get the, that's the I big question. It. So uh, I, and here's the thing: they're they're going to be. Houston's going to be aggressive by nature, and I think you can, you know, our listeners can decide. You can look at this two ways: this is them trying to improve their team, or I think this is a team that's stuck, that's desperately trying to become unstuck.
2: Yeah, the only way to judge it is sit back and watch what happens. And I, I like aggressive managers. I I think that's cool. And if the owner signs off on it, uh, it, it even if even let's say they made a move. And they stayed about where they are now. I still would give them credit for giving it a try instead of staying sedentary. I think, okay. I think the Rockets,
1: by being aggressive, gave themselves a window to accomplish what they wanted to accomplish, and they failed.
2: And so, failure is an interesting word because they they were real. They've been really, really good the last couple of years.
1: But you've been telling me that anything but a championship
2: is no, a failure. No, that's not what I said. I said contention for a championship. I mean, if you're in that ballpark. it Last year, if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt in that fluky play, Houston wins and they get their title. I don't necessarily
1: agree with that. And I'm so tired of hearing that excuse. Didn't we figure it's out that? It's not the, an excuse. I we, saw it with my own eyes. But didn't we see with our own eyes this year what happened when Chris Paul was perfectly healthy? And the Rockets turned, uh, took on the Warriors and even had uh, a compromised
2: Warriors team? Well, the, 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 uh, the, the Rockets tried some things during the offseason that uh, may have taken some time t- to get them where they wanted to be. They weren't, they weren't better than the Warriors, but there's no shame in that. That's the second-best team in the league, I think. Probably. And the Jazz
1: weren't better than the second-place team in the league. Right. And they didn't do enough this year.
2: But see, I give I give a team credit for swinging hard, and if it if it uh, if someone reaches over the wall to, to to rob a home run, then then I'm going to give that hitter a whole lot of credit. I remember Isaiah
1: Thomas swinging hard by trading for. What was his name? Stevie franchise. See, here's and, the th- and, and
2: Stephon Marbury. Here's the thing and about, how did that work here's out? Think about you, that was Jake. A you, you want teams to just sit back and be cautious. I want them to be smart. That's all I want. <laughs> uh, but you, are you saying what the Rockets did wasn't smart? Oh, no, look where they are now. <laughs> Zero titles later, they're Zero painted, titles, into a, they were, painted into a they corner. Were right in the thick of it.
1: Only two things, Gordon: horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. Okay.
2: So, just don't even try.
1: Can't win, don't try. That's my attitude. I know. (laughs) That's my mantra. All right, joining us now in studio from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our good friend Andrew Reinhart. Hello, Andrew. Hey, hey,
5: I hate to break this up. Yeah, you're, you're marching into a spirited discussion.
1: <laughs> That's good. With Gordon, uh, you know, slightly less right than me, as usual. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah, <of> <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good to see you, man. How are things? Doing good. How are you guys? Hey, we are doing great. We great. love having you in because you've, you've helped already, and you can help so many of our
5: listeners yeah. get back to living a normal life. Yeah, we are um, this acoustic wave therapy. We've talked about it a lot. Um, this is for erectile dysfunction, guys struggling in the bedroom. Um, the reason it's so unique is, and we're seeing a lot of guys that now are turning to dangerous supplements um when a guy gets ed he thinks okay it's medication but i'm embarrassed to even do that so he goes online orders supplements from overseas and you know none of this stuff works um this acoustic wave therapy clinically proven to increase blood flow and repair soft tissue and fda cleared to do that so guys get back to normal function in the bedroom without any of those risks no medication
1: you know what i like about it is that you guys are solving the problem not just addressing the symptom and that just makes so much sense to me
5: yeah the root cause of the problem whereas you think you know all medication is kind of a band-aid you have to continue to take it for life you deal with the side effects uh you'll probably have to take more of it as time goes on so if you're taking the pill right now for ed chances are that's going to stop working at some point this is a long lasting fix typically a few treatments over a two-week period and you're done Back to normal. Back to normal. All right, call him 801-901-8000. That's
1: 801-901-8000. As usual, you're uh, giving our listeners a great deal.
5: We are. We're doing uh, a quite extensive assessment with our medical doctor, totally free for those that call in right now. Um, He'll do a blood flow ultrasound, go through your medical history, kind of do a full workup. He'll be able to tell you probably why you have ed as well and what you can do to improve that Uh, there's no cost to you or your insurance it's no obligation at all so you guys are taking away all the risks yeah check it out and you know guys come in just because they're curious and maybe they don't even want to do the treatments it's totally fine with us come in and you'll learn something worst case 801-901-8000 801-901-8000
1: andrew thank you so much you guys all right we'll have more coming up next stay tuned 97.5 and 1280 of the zone
0: this is dj and
1: pk
4: The annual Harris Poll was released this week, and Five Guys Burgers came in first and In-N-Out second. Where do you stand on your burger ranking? I'm a traditionalist. Those haven't even entered my consciousness. I'm still the old franchise guy, so it's still Wendy's Burger King McDonald's for me. Wendy's is fourth, McDonald's is sixth. That's a travesty. This is like 84 again. I mean, you're like Brian Gumble criticizing <laughs> Barry Switzer. <laughs>
0: Who is five guys served that I need to know about? Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Silver Sun pickups, select by Gordon. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Also, want to remind you about sixty and sixty. The Zone Sports Network is uh, cutting, uh, counting, cutting uh, you down to the start of the 2019 college football season by ranking the 60 best college football players in the state of Utah. In 60 Days is voted on by members of the Utah Sports Media. And now you, the fans. That's right. For the first time ever, you two can have your voices heard by casting a ballot in the top 60 and 60 fan vote. Visit 60in60fanvote.com or go to 1280thezone.com and submit your ballot today. Can we talk about this for a second? Sure. Because ballots are due on Friday. All three of us have them. Although I don't think you've ever submitted yours, have you?
2: No, I'll uh, investigate
1: it. Well, aren't you leaving tomorrow? Uh, well, yeah, there's time. So, so today is your day. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Because Austin has a ballot in there, too. And I've been uh, kind of mulling over this thing. And I I know
2: your number one concern is, should you put two Aggies
1: in the top five? That is, well, that is a concern. But the concern I was going to bring up to you and, and to Austin as well, if you guys want to help convince me, I'm I'm fairly certain who I'm going with at number one. But I was thinking today, I, I can be swayed. So I wonder if our listeners might say, who is the best football player in the state going into this thing? And, and I'll listen to some arguments. Austin, have you settled on your number one?
3: Uh, Rashid Shaheed from Weavers. I'm just kind of kidding. He's really good at one really good thing in football. Uh, I have settled on my number one. You have? You're How right. much I have. definitively? Can you I, be... I have. It will surprise no one that listens from 10 to noon every day. Mm. Could you be swayed or are you pretty cemented in? Uh, well, it's, I guess it's not Friday yet, so I can be swayed. But I'd say on a scale of one to ten, where am I on this guy being the best football player overall in the state of Utah? I'm at a seven and a half, eight. Okay.
2: Let me let me let me uh, do a little uh, guess here. All right.
3: Does Do you need he, a spotlight and a cigarette? Or is he? Uh,
2: I wait. Hold on. I bet.
1: I bet Austin's is the the same as mine. Is he a defensive back for the Utes?
3: No. Is he but a? But it was. Oh. It a, was down to him and that and this guy. Is he a defensive lineman for the? Utes? He's not. Is he a quarterback? He is. Mm-hmm. Wow! Really?
1: Because Scotty came on with us the other day and said he wouldn't put Jordan Love in his top five. Uh, I heard it. Well, really? I went back and listened. Yeah. The voice of the Aggies came right out and said he, that. He said he'd put David Woodward in the in the top five, huh? Or was that Kurt? Was that not Scotty? Was that Cragthorpe? Uh, that might have been Cragthorpe. My
3: Crags. Yesterday said something similar. I thought it Scotty. Scotty had said that. Um, I just feel like quarterbacks more important. I'm pretty, which I think you can
1: certainly make that argument. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty solid on on Jalen Johnson. Yeah, As, it's not bad. That's my number one. And, and I thought um, Hans and Scotty brought up a terrific point that I'm sure everybody's kind of thinking about. He, I mean, he takes away half the field. Where's the value in that? That may not be a statistical component right. that goes with that, but how much value is it that that? It's almost like Kawhi Leonard in the finals. How much value is there that you can point at the top receiver on the other team and say, "Go take that guy out of the game." Your only responsibility is one-on-one coverage. You take that dude square out of the game. That's a that's a huge, well, huge if it's advantage. The best
2: receiver. Uh, If it's one of the great receivers, then maybe you have a shot. But uh, against the norm, it pretty well closes down that part of the field. It gets to the point where the quarterback doesn't even look that way. By the way, quick corrections and retractions because
1: I don't want to, you know, misrepresent anybody. Scotty just texted me and said that was not him who said that, so it was Kurt
3: who said that. I think it was Scotty. I apologize. (laughs) It's up to Scotty to prove it wasn't him.
1: (laughs) I apologize to the one and only Scotty G and firmly –
3: Retract that statement. So it the voice, Kurt.
2: the voice of the Aggies, did not turn his back on the star quarterback for the Aggies.
1: Correct, I as wanna, we
3: know, they don't fill out a ballot from twelve to three. But
1: I do want to. I want to make that clear. I don't want re- to. Mis- they don't fill
3: out a ballot. No, I want to. I don't want to misrepresent why, 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 anybody. Why don't they fill out a ballot?
1: I don't know because well, they don't want to be biased because well,
2: they're biased what how are they any different than anybody else
1: well basically this is their vehicle to deflect blame because they get all the <laughs> I hey, oh, no i don't blame them because they release it on their show so they're one of the ones that directly get the heat and so they can put up their hands and say well i we didn't vote
2: on this well, i think they should vote of course I, I, you I, don't I, vote i'm not one to i have never, yeah right hey yeah. maybe you
1: should i vote. missed
3: the indy 500 still out of balance <laughs> jake austin you missed the indy 500 <laughs>
2: But to clarify, Scotty did not say that. That was correct. The difference between me missing the Indy 500 and you guys and your attitude about missing the Indy 500. That was the difference. I didn't watch it, and I felt bad about it. You guys didn't watch it and acted like that was the smartest thing you'd ever done.
1: No, here's here's the thing: we didn't watch it because it's boring, but we can be <laughs> honest about that. You didn't watch it because you also find no, it boring. I don't think it's boring, but you uh, have to, you know. Take, I don't think
2: it's boring at all.
1: Cast America shame on us. Do we have mystery guest on line ten? Uh oh, this can't be good. Uh, hello, mystery guest.
4: I did not say I'd have Jordan Love outside my top five. I
1: just corrected it, Scotty. I got confused. Kurt was the one we ran it by yesterday.
2: I'm sorry. I tried to make that abundantly clear. Do you think he's in the top five? Yes, I think he's
4: in the top five. Do you think he's? And man, like I don't want to go like Trump fake news, but you guys are spreading stuff around like it's gonna get me into trouble. I
1: immediately (laughs) doubted myself and said, "Oh, maybe it was Kurt that said that." But yeah, I I did slander your good name. I apologize. You can I mean the name's
4: not that good, but whatever's left of it got slandered pretty good.
2: Well, don't say you guys.
4: It
3: was uh, my partner over there.
4: I had asked you and Austin. And Austin, (laughs) true.
3: I I just think Scotty doesn't remember saying what he said.
1: (laughs) I had uh, asked you and Kurt the exact same question and I got I got your responses mixed up I apologize well,
4: okay now honestly I don't really remember what I said so uh, there, I that's the thing when you say stuff like that then I'm starting to think well did I <laughs> accidentally say that because if I did that's certainly not what I meant I do think David Woodward should be right there in the combina- conversation with uh, Jordan Love as, as whether as the top Aggie uh, coming off the board but I think both of them should be in the top five Absolutely.
2: Would you put Jordan Love number one?
4: I would. Oh, number one overall. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't vote in this, Gordon, I, I, as you I, may have I, heard. I've heard of, that.
2: But what, what, now, explain to me one more time how come you don't?
4: Because uh, as as we are the originators of it, we are like the um, we are like the loving parents who can't pick favorites. You know, we like we put this on display for the whole world to see, and if we are to get our you know get down in the mud, then then it discredits the whole process. Wait a minute, wait so, a minute!
2: You're, so you're encouraging everybody else to get down in the mud, but you refuse to get down in it with
4: them? Well, Gordon, you know I know that you have your favorite daughter, but for the most part, <laughs> us as parents, we don't pick but, you know who but, we who we would put but, above but, one another. But as
2: the father of daughters, I would not encourage a bunch of people to pick their favorite, if you know what I mean.
4: Yeah, but they're just randomly going to have their favorites, you know? But you can't have your favorites. So so Hans and I just feel like it's probably in everybody's best interest if we just are the presenters of it. And it's like the Academy Awards, you know? Like, when Harrison Ford goes up and announces who the best actor is in the movie, he's not saying that's his opinion. He's just saying what the voters uh, voted as the best actor. And so he's like, this is what all of you say. We're just presenting it. For the whole world to see so
2: you just compared yourself to parents and to Harrison Ford
4: I'd say that's a very that those were two very fair and honest uh, comparisons see, yeah
2: I think it would be a lot more fun if you did vote but you didn't necessarily tell anyone until the very end and then then you know then you're playing ball at that point then it's on.
4: So just secretly submit a ballot and not tell anybody.
2: No, I think you should. And let everybody know that you did submit a ballot and say that you will reveal it as you reveal uh, you know, the number one pick.
4: Well, yeah, we could do that, Gordon, but we probably won't. We'll just look at everybody <laughs> else and what they did and make fun of them.
1: OK. Can I ask you a question about the process, Scotty? Sure. so I know you guys have had uh, your eye on some returns from the the fan, bo- fan vote. Has it been have have fans been kind of uh, fair or have you been able to easily spot what fan of the team they are?
4: There's a bit of a there's a little bit of an anomaly. We'll just say this. Um, one fan base is not as actively involved as the other two. Um, but I will say you look at the top top 10. And I don't have a huge problem with a lot of what's going on in the top 10. There's probably one or two players that are not in the top 10 that probably should be, in my opinion. But for the most part, honestly, I've been actually pretty impressed with uh, the, the accuracy of the least. And I've only looked about the top 10, top 15. I haven't looked at uh, one through 60. But we're well over, uh, uh, you know, we've got hundreds and hundreds of ballots that have already been submitted. Uh, I think we'll probably break a thousand ballots before it's all said and done. Nice, and uh, and I, I, I've been I've been really pleasantly surprised that there hasn't been a weird anomaly going on. they be like, "Ooh, where did that come from?" It's all been pretty good for the most part.
2: Are the youths dominating?
4: Uh, I can uh, I can either confirm nor deny that, Gordon. All right. But you know, look, you, you, I mean, we've been pretty open that there's more youths. I mean, you can just go and see the whole list. There's Twenty-three Utah players. There's uh, 17 from Utah or or uh, from BYU and 17 from Utah State. Just by the numbers alone, you would anticipate a pretty a pretty strong Utah representation there in that uh, top 15.
2: Which fan base would you encourage to get busy with it?
4: Uh, I will not say in particular, but it would be good if one group were to rise up. And maybe uh, provide a, you know, maybe a personal quest to try to uh, put together a ballot and get it submitted, or your team may not be as represented as you'd like. All right.
1: Okay. I I think we got that. Uh, The first, (laughs) actually, I should say, number 60 will be announced on Wednesday, June 5th. Is that still correct, Scotty? Uh,
4: June 6th. Sorry. I said June 5th last week. It's June 6th will be the first day we announced.
1: Well, I wholeheartedly apologize for misrepresenting you, Scotty. That was a, a blunder on my part.
4: I, I make it a point not to call in, but that did make me a little nervous because I think my other line was ringing, and it was Gary Anderson. So <laughs> all right, well, was a little nervous.
1: All right, buddy. Well, we appreciate it, and always like it when you have a chance to call in. Thanks, Scotty. All right, guys. Thanks. Scotty G, who would put Jordan Love in his top five? Yeah, he said he would. Might have to go back to the tape. Oh, because so, oh, you think he really did? No, say I that. don't. I'm just joking. I know Kurt did, so, and I think that's who I was thinking
2: of. Okay.
3: He may or may not have hypothetically not said that, unless he did. But I'm not sure. Certainly, but maybe. Yeah. W- what that. do you guys think about yeah. those guys not participating? I I understand why they don't, but I like to give them the business for not doing it. But anything. would you encourage them to? I mean, they're encouraging right? me to. So. Okay.
1: That's their thing. Let them do what they want.
3: By the way, how hey, far well, this thing has come. Yeah, right. It's cool. It's got its own website, it's got its own production, (laughs) billboards, commercials. This is this thing's grown into something really nice. Those guys are fine
1: with starting the fire and getting out of the way of the blowback. I get it. See,
2: I think they need to step right into it.
1: Transparency? Yeah. Participate. That's what we do. Right, I'm not disagreeing, but it's their it's their bid. I'm not going to tell you the
3: kettle it. or the pot in yeah. this one. Right, because you're you're not
1: going to vote. <laughs> how do you know that? Mm. <laughs> Your track record isn't terrific. Oh, you got me there. All right, we want to remind you uh, about our good friends at the Utah Sports Commission. Come and watch the future stars of the PGA Tour tee it up at Oak Ridge Country Club in Farmington, June 27th through the 30th. Don't wait till the last minute to purchase your tickets. Buy them online now at utahchampionship.com.
2: I've been too busy, you know, figuring out who's going to win the Heisman. Yes, you have. I know you painstakingly pour over that process, too.
1: Hey, but you've got your vote back. That's nice. Yeah, I've had it back for a while. I know. Just say Yes, I know. That's what I said. Got your vote back. That's nice.
5: <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah, participate, all y'all.
1: Get involved. 60in60fanvote.com. Check it out. More next, 97.5 and 1280
0: The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
5: This specific season, I get where everybody's feeling optimistic about BYU. If you think Utah's going to come into this trying to ease their way into the season, you're crazy. Because I think part of their goal is try to clinch a New Year's 6 type spot before the conference title game. How are you realistically going to do that? Sweep your non-conference.
3: That's where coaching really plays a big part though. It'd be easy for a young player in a college football program of that caliber to overlook BYU and say, ah, we got this. Who's next? And that's where coaching has to play a big part. Right. And obviously, there's not a soul anywhere that knows anything about Kyle Whittingham that believes he would ever take this game lightly.
0: Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5 97.5 at
1: 1280 the zone. Thanks to Scotty for jumping on with us in the last segment. I want to remind you to join Scotty as well as Hans Olson at Pure Maintenance in Farmington on Friday from noon to 3, Fountain View Event Center, 164 West, Promontory number 200. We have some breaking news, Gordon. Uh, Anthony Davis sat down with David Griffin today, who's president of basketball operations with the new orleans pelicans and uh, anthony davis uh, expressed himself that he still wanted to trade
2: so griffin threw a hail mary and it uh, did not work so you were like the dayton weatherman who was saving lives with that breaking news that nothing's changed <laughs> okay i see what i was like where is he going with this okay yeah that makes sense yes breaking news <laughs> nothing has changed nothing hope, has changed at all we hope you're not in the middle of Went in a golf tournament or or watching The Bachelorette or something
1: yeah that's that's exactly what it is yep he still wants out yeah he he's he's made up his mind I mean there's no change in it the whole though the most interesting part about this situation now is how much bad blood do the Bensons have with the Lakers yeah because the Lakers I feel like will be somewhat desperate to get Anthony Davis for a couple of reasons we talked about yesterday where Clutch Sports and Rich Paul and his involvement in the Lakers and how deeply that goes, I think will affect whether or not other free agents want to go to the Lakers. And so since Rich Paul represents Anthony Davis, I think he's he's the guy they need to bring in.
2: Here's the thing about all that. You cannot allow that to get in the way of helping your team get better. I mean, I know where Austin would be on this. Wait, allow what? Uh, personal feelings. You know what I mean? Oh, if there's from bad the, From blood, New Orleans? Port yeah, of New. and okay. if that's the best deal, then go ahead and do it, even though you're doing it begrudgingly because you don't like that outfit that you're trading him to because of what they've done in the past. Just let them get away with it, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, but if it's going to make your team better, what, it's, if, it, what
1: if you couch it as you don't want to trade him in the West?
2: Well, it doesn't matter how you couch it. It, it, if it makes your team better don't you have to do it don't you owe that to your your organization to your fans maybe i think it's a bad situation all around i didn't like it from the second i heard about it it sucks that uh, that a player has that kind of power to just to mess up a, an organization that way but and I don't know all the ins and outs of the story. You know whether there was something that. Uh, do you know? Do you know what the impetus of this was,
1: Anthony D- uh, yeah. Davis
2: wanting out? Yeah, you
1: uh, always assumed it is. They've never surrounded him with a good enough team.
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, I, I think it's Rich Paul, his agent, was the impetus, saying yeah New Orleans is not big enough for you, AD.
1: Could be part of it. Yeah. Or he wants to find a running mate for his good buddy LeBron.
2: But if it's going to make your if the move is going to make your team better, even if it if it, uh, it it doesn't sit well with you from a personal standpoint or from some sort of grudge you're holding, I say go ahead and get over it and get it done uh, because your number one priority is making your team the best it can be. Well, typical from a L.A. guy like yourself. Oh come on, it's got nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. And I was never a Lakers fan.
1: You don't operate with enough bitterness, Gordon. <laughs> I'm missing out. You are missing Austin, out. Austin,
2: am I missing out? It's, <laughs> it's so delicious. <laughs> yeah. Bitterness toward the Lakers. Yeah, absolutely. Austin actually said on the air that his one of his greatest talents uh, is, uh, or one of his finest moments was, or one of the things he's
3: best at is holding grudges. I said one of those things. Some. Which one was it? I think we were humble bragging. I said, I can hold a grudge better than anybody probably true want to test it you have a list (laughs) i think we already have haven't we
1: joining us now in studio our good friend andrew reinhardt from wasatch medical clinic uh they've gotten a a brand new scientifically proven treatment for ed and uh how many of our listeners out there are like
5: what makes a good candidate andrew oh good question um if you are if you feel like you've got ed you know it things are slipping in the bedroom um you know, your spouse might be frustrated, so you're probably a good candidate. Uh, anywhere from the age of 20 to 90, we've seen it all. There's a few guys that have a complicated medical past that might not be a good candidate, but the doctor will go over with that, that with you, tell you you know, what kind of results you can expect. So if you're having any kind of indication of, as you say, slippage
2: in the bedroom, yeah, get on over there, Yeah, and they, and they can explain it to the doc can explain what's going on.
5: Yeah, you. and that's actually the best time, if you've still got partial function left, these treatments are so easy. Guys can get back to 100%. Um, that that's the best time to take care of it rather than waiting 10 years when you've got zero
1: i bet uh, there's a satisfaction to seeing a patient that's tried everything else under the sun and had little to no success and you guys coming in and taking care of it
5: guys come to us i mean all candidness they come to us as a last resort that's just the way it is they'll usually go try the pills uh they'll have bad side effects their blood pressure will drop to a dangerous level they'll they'll come into us because it's a natural fix no medication and it's awesome um they're they're frustrated. Their, their spouse is frustrated and to see them get a result in just a couple weeks is really cool. It just seems so much better than the alternative. out there.
1: Yep. Alright, the number to call 801-901-8000 801-901-8000. Give them a call because Andrew, you've basically taken the risk right out of this thing. We
5: have. If you feel like uh, things are slipping in the bedroom, you've got ED, um, this new treatment offers uh, the natural fix by opening up the blood vessels, so give us a call. The medical doctor will sit down with you, do an assessment totally free. Um, he'll go through your medical history, tell you why you you have ed what you can do to improve it um and it's no obligation or cost to you or your insurance
1: 801-901-8000 801-901-8000 andrew thank you so much thank you guys all right we'll I have more of the big show joining us next grant hughes of the bleacher report right here on 97.5 and 1280 the zone
0: this, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want.
2: A lot of times people will ask me if you wouldn't have been a professional football player, if you wouldn't have been a radio analyst, what would you have been? I always
4: tell them a paleontologist. <sighs> I,
0: we've done shows for a long
4: time you've never ever mentioned that ever I know paleontology? what? maybe if you showed more I interest was, in the things I'm interested in was it just in? because of Laura Dern in Jurassic Park cause you say that then I'm like okay I gotcha you know Sam Neill was never right for her now
5: Dr. Hans? Dr. Hans.
4: <laughs> girl nature always finds a way I don't know how you guys
2: take my dreams and just crumple them up like a piece of paper and throw it right back in my
0: face oh man and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.